Hey, everybody, Dan Dickow here for Gonzaga Nation Media Network, WCC Weekly. Typically, we record on a Monday, which we did this week, uh, but we're going to bring a couple extra WCC updates simply because it is conference tournament week for the WCC. It kind of blends over the course of two weeks because uh, the top two seeds, St. Mary's and Gonzaga, get triple buys all the way into uh, the semifinals, which will be played next Monday. But the conference tournament kicked off just last night um, on Thursday and had a couple good games. Uh, University of Portland knocked off the Toreros of USD 92-74. In that game, the deficiency in USD's season uh, was on full display, and that was their ability or inability to guard the three-point line, USD ending the season as the worst team in Division One basketball at guarding the three-point line. Opponents shot over 40% from beyond the three-point line against USD through the course of the season. The P Portland Pilots last night went 19 of 36 from the three-point line in their, in their win. Yes, you heard that right. 19 of 36. Unbelievable. All five starters for the pilots hit multiple threes, including uh, freshman Juan Garacito, who hit five en route to 22 points. And Tyler Robertson hit five threes as well en route uh, to 23 points. Uh, so all in all, a great effort from the pilots. Uh, disappointing finish to the season for the Toreros under head coach Steve Lavin in his first year. Be interesting to see the transition and the improvement from year one to year two um, in the philosophy that that head coaching uh, head coach Steve Lavin and staff take last offseason after he got the job. They went with a lot of experience. They were one of the more experienced teams across college basketball. Twelve transfers a season ago. Uh, we will see if they go for high school or young players or if they're going to go uh, the grad transfer route to try to improve in, in, in that fashion. But um, season is over for USD. Portland lives to play another day. They will face BYU tonight, being Friday night, and the winner of Portland-BYU will take on LMU, who is the four seed. Uh, in the other game in the first round of the WCC tournament down in Las Vegas, Pacific, the Tigers, uh, were winners over the waves of Pepperdine, 84 to 71. Keelan Boone continues his strong play as of late, 25 points with three made threes. Mo Odom, uh, recently named to the all-freshman team of the WCC uh, guard, uh, also knocked down three threes en route to 22 points. But Maxwell Lewis for Pepperdine, 16 points in a losing effort. Will be interesting to see if that is the last game for Maxwell Lewis, if he's going to um, put his name in the NBA draft. Uh, I, I, I suspect he will at least put his name in the NBA draft. Whether or not he's gone for good or he returns is yet to, to be determined. The interesting thing to point out or to look at, to view, is NBA front offices and scouts value winning. Yes, you got to have talent, but they also value how your talent impacts winning. Read a stat this morning while scrolling through social media. In last year's NBA draft, only two college players were drafted off of teams with losing records. So that's something to keep in mind uh, in regards to Maxwell Lewis. Yeah, you see the talent, and that's undeniable. 
but does the talent impact winning or are the talent or are the numbers uh, empty in, in regards to impacting the bottom line? And that's winning. Uh, so again, Pacific moves on. They will play San Francisco tonight, Friday night in Las Vegas at the Orleans Casino. The winner of that game will take on Santa Clara. So you'll notice a uh, different background. Usually uh, I am recording in one of two places in Spokane. Not so. I'm actually in Tacoma following my son's uh, team at the high school state tournament. So be following the WCC closely while I'm watching my son's group. But a couple big time games, as mentioned tonight down in Las Vegas, I will be tracking, trending, keeping an eye on University of Portland against BYU. I think the question there is, can BYU not allow Portland to get going from the three point line because they're coming off a game where they hit 19 threes? You got to imagine that the confidence has been built from beyond the arc. And on the flip side, can Portland? Uh, do a good job on the glass. They've got a number of versatile players, Moses Wood, Tyler Robertson, to name a couple, um, that can kind of handle a lot of different responsibilities. But Treore, uh, Gideon George can be a handful on the glass. So I think that's a key for Portland is to keep BYU on off the glass. And I think BYU has to limit Portland's three-point opportunities. In the other game, USF, the Dons, and Pacific, uh, I, I think it's a battle, a, a battle of backcourts, to be honest with you. Uh, Pacific, as the season has went on, they've kind of become a almost a uh, five-guard lineup. Now, I hate using that term five-guard lineup. Really, you know, many times it's a four around one. It'll be an undersized post that can step out and do some things occasionally. But they're going to shoot a lot of threes. And for USF, they might have uh, they they do have two of the best guards. Uh, in the WCC and Tyrell Roberts, as well as Khalil Shabazz. So I really think it's a matchup of uh, which backcourt um, plays better. Is it Mo Odom and Keelan Boone, two headliners for Pacific, or is it um, the matchup or is it the backcourt of Roberts and Shabazz who get the upper hand tonight? I think that it will be USF moving on. And I honestly think University of Portland will be moving on to face LMU. So for the WCC second weekly update of the week, I'm Dan Dickow for the Gonzaga Nation Media Network.